If you would, please take your Bible, turn to Isaiah 14, verse 12. Isaiah 14, verse 12. I just want to read a portion of Scripture, and then I want to make some uh, remarks about them, if you would, please. I was, I was amazed last night as I was going through the, the Scriptures, just looking how many times... The Bible in the Old Testament and the New Testament refers to the baby Jesus. And, uh, you know, we talk about the Savior, the Lord Jesus being our Savior, but uh, it's amazing to me how much the Bible speaks of the baby Jesus. But uh, I want to talk to you, first of all, and uh, about the devil. In uh, Isaiah 14, uh, verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which doeth weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet... Thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall nearly look upon thee, and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms? Pray with me, please. Father, would you bless now the study of thy word today? We're so glad, Lord, that we're saved by your grace. We're so glad and thankful, Lord, that we're going to your heaven. And we're so glad, God, that you made it possible. Bless us today now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1, says, In the beginning God created the heaven and earth. Then God made man and took a rib out of man and made woman. Now, before you can understand who Jesus is uh, and why he was born in this world. You must first understand uh, who man is and what relationship he has to God. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Then God made uh, man and so on. Now, God already created a garden. Our God has already created a place where the man, Adam, and the woman, Eve, could uh, live in perfect peace and walk and talk with God Himself. God made man, woman, that He might fellowship with them. And God made man and woman that they should worship and obey Him in all things, for God is our Maker. But God had made Lucifer the morning star of heaven, one of God's angels. Now, a lot of times people come in, I've had this asked me so many years, many times over the years, why did God make the devil? He didn't make the devil. He made Lucifer. And that's the archangel of heaven. And notice, now, he was a servant of God himself. Yet Lucifer, the archangel, or the angel, God had made and gave him rule over the other angels of heaven. 
rebelled against God. He decided he did not want God ruling over him any longer. And that's what Isaiah 14, verses 12 through 15 is talking about. When Satan, or Lucifer, said he did not want God ruling over him any longer, God cast Lucifer out of heaven and onto this earth, and he became Satan, the old devil. Satan came into the Garden of Eden, where Adam and Eve lived. He then begins to tell the woman Eve to disobey God by telling her of the forbidden fruit which God had told Adam and Eve not to eat of. But Eve listened to Satan instead of God and eat of the forbidden fruit. Then she also gave to her husband, Adam, and he did eat of it also, which is a direct disobedience to God's command, which is sin. Ever since I've been trying to tell people to come to the Lord Jesus Christ and not go back into the world of sin, uh, one thing I try to warn people, if you drink, you get saved, you want to glorify God in your body and your spirit and soul, so on, stay away from it. I mean, altogether. I mean, if, if smoking is a bad habit to you or uh, name anything that's a bad habit to you and you call sin to yourself. Why won't people stay away from it instead of staying close to it? Now, it seemed to me like, uh, from the human side of it, if the devil came to me and said, Now, God said, don't, touch, don't eat of the fruit of the tree, well, then why even go near it? And that's always bothered me. But the weakness of the flesh is what it's all about. Now, this is how sin entered the world. Lucifer, the fallen angel from heaven, tricked Eve and Adam into disobeying God. Now, up until this time, man, not, man nor woman had not known sin nor what sin causes. Sin caused a curse on the earth and on the animals which were plant-eating creatures before. But because of sin, the wild beasts, such as lions and tigers, became flesh-eating eaters and killers. The plants also which were cursed by sin. Now they have thorns and thistles and sin spurs and weeds. Man also was caused by, or cursed by sin from that day forward. He has to work by the sweat of his face. The curse of the woman for sinning was she had to have children in birth. Yet God in his mercy, and he is a loving and forgiving God, because man and woman are sinners, and their sins cause them to die. But God does not want man to die. So he made a way for man and woman to escape from the payment of sin. God made a Savior. Now, listen very carefully. The first mention of God's Savior for man is found in Genesis chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. Go there with me just a second, and I'll show you what I'm talking about. In Genesis chapter 3, and uh, just two verses. I should have had them already looked up, but I'll find them for you real quick. Or I'll find them. I don't know about the quick. But... Uh, uh, Genesis chapter 3, verse uh, 14 and verse 15. And the Lord God said unto the servant, Because thou hast done this, 
thou art cursed above all cattle, above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shall thou go, and thus shall thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So, Satan bruised Christ's heel, but the Bible makes it very plain. He, he is the seed of the woman, and it, he shall bruise the serpent's head. That's defeating of the serpent, or Satan. So, the seed of the woman was to be God's Savior for man's sin. Eve was to have children, and she did. In Genesis 3.15, begins the highway of the sea. Abel, Seth, Noah, Shem, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Judah, David. Now what the Bible does, the Bible does not mention everybody that's on the face of the earth. The Bible only mentions the lineage of Christ. And so if you go back and study it, here comes the lineage of Christ. Man and woman sins, God said, I got a Savior. And he begins from that time on. And the highway to heaven is Abel, Seth, Noah, Shem, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Judah, and David. All of these were the uh, ancestors or descendants of Eve and Adam. Then from David descended Emmanuel, Christ, our Savior, from Mary, which is a de- Descendant of David. Now turn with me to Matthew chapter 1 a minute. In Matthew chapter 1. And I'll read uh, verse 1. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Going down now to verse 20. Verse 20. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is the Holy Ghost. Now, you can read the rest of it, but verse 25, And knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus, which is Savior. And again, uh, we talk about the good news. Now turn with me to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. And uh, I want to read uh, in beginning in uh, verse 10. Luke chapter 2 and verse 10. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you glad tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Now, notice please, the word gospel simply means good news. If you follow it all the way through the Bible, it simply means good news. Now, in Luke chapter 2, verses 1, I mean verse 10, and verse 11 tell us, that the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings, that's good news, of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ. God calls the birth of Jesus Christ good news. 
Now, what God calls good news, men thinks today is bad news. It was so when Jesus was born, and it is so today. Very few believe today the gospel Jesus saves is good news. But no matter, uh, no better news ever came out of heaven than the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. A Savior is born for sin to men. The joy of being a preacher and joy of dealing with people uh, over the years, leading them to saving faith in Christ and seeing the change in them, broken homes, wild children in the homes, and you could go on and on of things that's uh, what sin causes in the homes of people uh, and seeing them born again, seeing them changed by the gospel. I can't do that. I've had people in my office say, Preacher, will you, t- will you do something for me? I can't. I'm not God. But the Lord Jesus Christ came into this world to save us sinners and to change our life. That's good news. The world don't want to hear that. And so, some reason why the birth of Jesus Christ is good news. Number one, death is conquered. Now, I remember before I got saved how fearful it was to think about death. But now, since I know some things the Bible teaches about the death, I'm no more afraid of death. Don't bother me when somebody says, Are you afraid to die, preacher? No, I'm not. And I'm ready to die. I'm ready to be absent body that's present with the Lord. Now, I want you to watch this. Do you know why people are afraid of death? It's because of sin. Now, I want you to watch this. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians. Uh, chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 55. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Now I preach two kinds of people's funerals, and I've been, not just preach their funeral, but I've been with two kinds of people in the room with them as they died. I've been with unsaved people when they died. I've been with saved people when they died. And I know that there is a sting of death to the unsaved. Every time I ever been with one that's unsaved, brother, it's a frightening thing. And so I know that there is a sting of death to every unsaved person. But every child of God that I've ever been with as they died, they just died in the peace with the Lord. Now watch this, please. Oh, death, where is thy sting? I don't have a sting. Now get this. Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The grave can't win. Why? The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be unto God, which gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's good news. I'm not afraid of death. You know why? It's already been conquered. Uh, Jesus was born to conquer sin and death. What makes the gospel so great is it conquers sin. And sin brings forth death. So death has been conquered for the believer. Now where uh, the unsaved believes or not, to me, that's good news. Amen? That's the gospel. Good news, the grave is robbed. 
In 1 Corinthians 15, verse 55, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? In other words, I'm not going to the grave. You know what? I love to read about the miracles that Jesus did. And one of my favorites is where he raised the dead. There was pallbearers carrying him to the graveyard. The man was dead, let's say in a casket, whatever he was in. And Jesus came along. And the man got up and out of that casket or out of that death and walked. And I thought to myself, everywhere Jesus went, if he was in the presence of death, death had to leave. Because he's life. Amen? The grave was robbed with the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus, the Son of God, robbed the grave of his victory. He went down, but he came up victorious. Jesus died once. He will never die again. And if I'm in Christ at the new birth, therefore I live forevermore. The grave cannot have me. I have new life in Christ Jesus. And I'll never die. So good news, the grave is robbed. Good news, since Jesus came, all my sins are gone. I don't know about you, but the old devil sometimes brings back things that I did when I was a little boy all the way through my life and reminds me of all the sins that he can that I have committed in the past. And I say to him, every time he brings them up to me, they're gone. Every one of them. The other enemy Jesus conquered is sin. Forgive, forgiven, gone, or good news to the sinner. That is what Jesus did. Uh, for us, our sins, when we believe on His name. Now, I challenge the devil to bring my sins up before God evermore. He can't do it. Jesus' blood cleanses us from all sin, 1 John 1, 9, or 1, 7. The believer has all his sins forgiven, gone forever. That's good news. In Luke chapter 2, verse 10 and 11, plainly tells us something. Now, Good news, God's plan of salvation is made simple. I like this. John 3.16 For God so loved the world. I never will forget the little Methodist lady I went to visit one time. Knocked on her door. She invited me in. And I went over John 3.16 with her. And uh, she said, I've never heard that. As long as I've been, she said, I've never heard John. I said, you've got to be kidding Many radio stations we got and TV stations and everything. And you never heard John 3.16? She said, I really haven't, preacher. And I said, well, then uh, listen to it very carefully. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And she took Christ as her Savior right there. Now, what I'm trying to tell you is, uh, that's good news to me, and it's simple. If it was hard, I couldn't have done it. And little children can understand it. I've sat down with a many a little child, and just as simple as they can be, they understand that Jesus died for the sins of the whole world, and they're one of them. In John chapter 3, verse 36, talks about he that believeth is saved. Uh, you can't get simpler than that. Amen? That's good news. Jesus is born. That's good news. I love the fact that when you talk about that the house sin came in this world, the devil came in this world to do one thing, condemn man. Why? Because God made man 
and He made Him to fellowship with. But God, holy God, cannot fellowship with sinful man. So therefore, He had to make a way of escape. He had to make a way that we could come to Him freely. And so He made His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, as our Savior. That's why He named Him Jesus. Jesus means Savior. And I'm so glad for that. It's good news. Amen. Father, will you bless the coming hour now, we pray in Jesus' name. We're